Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 30, Mute Buttons and Golf Carts. What's up, Warheads? Welcome to episode 30, the Wednesday Night War podcast. I'm DJ. I am digitally here with Brett. Is it 30? It is. Well, uh, it's like 40-something, really, I think. But, like, yeah, head-to-head. It's uh, head-to-head with some uh, questionable math. It's episode 30, my man. Episode 30 already. Look at that shit. Mm -hmm. It is flying by. It's moving. Something's (laughs) got to be. It certainly is. What's up, man? Not much. What's happening? How's how's life? In uh, in modern times, if you will, it's life. Yeah. I don't know. It's um, <laughs> we talked about before this a little bit. I had a little bit of a of a go crazy this yeah. this weekend, but uh, we're good. We're back down to earth. We're we're all right. I mean, you had a, you had to go crazy. I put my uh, plugs back in my ears and uh, looking to, looking to get start customizing Hasbro action figures. So we all stress out in the same in different ways. You know what I mean? It's just what it is. I mean. I'm, I support you and in, in yeah. everything that you do. So, why not, man? Whatever makes you happy. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but we're here not talk about uh, early midlife crisis. <laughs> 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 um, that both of us. I guess for me, I'm 35. This is, I mean, I am I going to make it much past 70? I doubt it. Uh, so this would be the good time for my <laughs> midlife crisis. Uh, but you still, you're a little younger. You still got to, you, you'll still make it. You, you're good. You got a couple of years before you hit yours. Uh, no, nah, I hit my, but, I hit my shit about five years ago. What yeah, the fuck are you instead talking of about? A, instead of a Corvette, I'm just going to be making, uh, buying other action figures to turn them into variations of Terry Funk uh, and gauging my ears uh, until I'm 60. Uh, I mean, I don't hear anything wrong with that. All right. Well, that's why we're on a show together because I know that you'll support me no matter what I got stupid back. ideas I have. I got your back, buddy system style. That's that's cause, that's because pre- you're the perfect friend. <laughs> you are gregarious, not shy. <laughs> oh man, I could I could do a whole episode just about that record. Let's save it for the Patreon. Um, Ooh, we don't have one. <laughs> but, I was gonna say, wait, I was say, you swindling fool, if, are you gonna but, s- surprise something on me if, and pay back for last week? Listen, I will start the new. Uh, Wednesday Night War email campaign that if you want us to do a Patreon or, or do an episode on the Macho Man rap album, that will be the first exclusive thing up on Patreon. Email the show at WednesdayNightWarPod at Gmail, and uh, if we get enough people, we'll hook up a Patreon, and the very first episode will be Macho Man's rap album. Can we just do it anyway? Maybe we'll just break it down song by song. <laughs> do an episode per song. <laughs> Um, big. <laughs> I'm so about it. Oh, oh. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get well, soap customized with with the show's logo on it, so you can specifically use it to wash out Hulk Hogan's mouth. Oh, are you also gonna get yourself a feature role in Spider Man? Of course. <laughs> I like like when they're like, yeah, Macho. He only wrote the lyrics to that song, and I'm like, oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he had 25 yeah. years to build up for it. He had enough material for that. 
with with such cutting edge lyrics as "Macho's gonna kick your butt" is the slogan. Yep. <laughs> well, how it's very, it, not a lot of things rhyme with Hogan. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> he just he he's doing the best he could. Oh, he used to be a hard Hulk. Now he doesn't turn soft. That's right. All right, we're gonna be stuck on this. Yeah, so let's, let's, we gotta, we, we, let's gotta get it, we got no news. Ted DiBiase's <laughs> embezzling money. AEW uh, Dark Thirty Two. Let's go. <laughs> very subtle, my friend. Thank you. So allegedly embezzling was... money. Allegedly, is that better? <laughs> yes. Okay. So this is uh, this is AEW Dark. We have. Uh, I think this is going to be the last one that was recorded that they had in the bag. Yeah, and it was. I was uh, really hoping for a 16-minuter again, and it was over half an hour. That bummed me out. That's a half hour that I that I don't have to watch The Last Dance. Okay, I mean, we can go many different ways on on this episode right now. I need trains on the track. Trains on the track. Um, <laughs> AW Dark. Uh, all Ryan right. Ryan Stott, not Styles. Ryan Piles. Oh who's, who's man! Line is it anyway, dude, I was watching a "Whose Line Is It Anyway" oh compilation God. the other Again. night, and it was, dude, oh, it was great. Because like they were doing the hoedown, and he's just like, "If I have to do another one, I'll slip my fucking wrist." <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, All right, match up, number one of AEW Dark <laughs> is Ryan Piles <laughs> versus number ten with uh, Brody Lee. Ten. Yeah, Mr. Ten, the Ten Man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ten wins, <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> Spine Buster. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Pyle's gear was really weird. <laughs> I don't he, know why it bothered he, me. Ryan Pyle's weird gear was weird. He oversold everything. Like every <laughs> move, he sold it as if he was Scott Hall taking a stunner. Oh, he didn't sound like he was Scott Hall deleting his Twitter account this week. <laughs> yeah, no. They, well, he's back. But he did. He, he should have no sold that one. He said he worked himself into a shoot, brother. Uh, HH. <laughs> uh, I, I from this match, I want Brody Lee to uh, finish completing the circle of Vince McMahon parody. And only <laughs> allow body guys into the dark order. <laughs> Just, oh man, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a comment on something that happened during Dynamite uh, when it happens, but I'm with you. I'm oh, I'm so happy that we're thinking the same. Just every dude, like uh, it sucks for Evil Uno because he's a good wrestler. You know, like he started all this shit, and I'm sure he'll be back on TV eventually. But he's got to go. And Brody can only recruit body guys. Like, if you don't look like Sid Vicious under a hood, get the fuck out of the Dark Order. I see nothing wrong with this. They should get Sid Vicious to be under a hood. They should. Yeah. It'd be sick. Uh, but yeah, 10, this comes 1. Dark Udy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. Um, all right. We have <laughs> we have Sammy Guevara uh-huh. going up against is it Captain Sean Dean or the Major Cap- Sean Dean? You got this wrong last week too. It's the Captain, the Captain I, Sean listen, Dean. It's, he was it's in the Navy. Sean Dean. Sean Dean. So not Simon All Dean. Right. Sean Dean. 
Whoa! <laughs> Listen, it's a lot of word association right. today. We're 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 hitting. I I personally, I'm hitting the word association. And I'm gonna hit it all night. <laughs> wow! Wait, you don't have enough stamina to do that, buddy. Uh, are, you are you kidding me? I'm a genetic <laughs> jackhammer. Oh man, this is fucked. <laughs> Sammy, stamina. <laughs> Goddamn, pal. <laughs> Sammy. Sammy wins in like six minutes. Yeah. Um, where I guess his finisher is uh, the burning hammer into uh, the move made famous by your favorite wrestler Phil Brooks. Go to sleep. Okay. Um, Sammy, uh, Sammy won. Sammy looked good. Mm. Yeah, I mean they like Sean Dean too. Like that's my big takeaway from this is that they've been he's been the one they've been sh- letting have the most shit from these, you know, get his shit in in these dark matches is, is the captain here. So. Oh, 100%. He should I, also I just drop his the full name and just be the captain. Why not? Uh, uh yeah, I guess. Uh, next match. Mm-hmm. Was this the main event, this next match? What was yes, it? Three it was. matches? Yep, this is the main um, event. It was Colt Boom Boom Cabana mm-hmm. going up against Kip Sabian. The most literal nickname in all of professional wrestling. So this goes ten and a half minutes. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Kip got the win. Mm-hmm. I guess is this the end of their feud? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, listen, I have a different issue with this match. Uh, the match is what it was. Cocaban is entertaining. Kip is Kip. Uh, but Cody Rhodes on commentary said something. Do you know what he said? You know what I'm about to call out. Um, was it kind of? Did he say something weird about like? Colt having a crush on Penelope Ford or something. Uh, they did talk about that, but that's not what I'm talking about. That was we- yeah, because that was weird. But what are you talking about? Cody on commentary said, "Take it to the pay window." Oh, that's scumbag. <laughs> but here's my problem. He said that the last word of that, as if it ends in a D-O-W. That word, when you say it in that way, does not end in a D-O-W. That certainly ends, doesn't. That word ends in a D-A. That's window. It ain't window. You're taking that to the pay window. That's right, baby. That's right, daddy. Listen here. That's right. I would take it to the pay window. So I, I took umbrage with that because you would think that the guy would at least know. The he bits. should. Of, yeah. all, of all people. He yes, should. of all people. Um, I mean, of, of all people, he should know a lot of things. But that is also a whole other show we can dedicate to Patreon <laughs> that we don't have. That uh, is true. Anything else you got for Dark, my man? No, nothing. Right. <laughs> it was, it was there. It existed. I'm kind of nervous because uh, during this uh, episode of Dynamite, they're like, they plugged Dark, and they're like, "Yeah, it's going to be kind of like a Dark Super Show next week." Mm. So I'm just like, "Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. What does uh, What does that mean? Is Lee, Lee Johnson like, going to wrestle himself? <laughs> Like, that makes me real nervous. Yeah. Um, all right, but let's talk about Dynamite. Season 2, episode 19. We are live. We from are. Daily's Place in Jacksonville. Yeah. JR's back. Skiavone uh-huh. is there. Excalibur yep. is back. Yep. So we got the band back together, boy. Mm-hmm. The first match that we have is one Mr. Cody Rhodes. Yep. Going up against the bad boy, Joey 
Janela. Yes. This goes like 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. Cody wins because, of course, who would have ever said Janela would win this? Mm-hmm. Um, couple things like from this, Janela's gear was like real fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was real bad, dude. Okay. Like, I don't know what, like, he had like those, that weird, like, garland hanging out of the front of his pants. Like, yeah. I'm like, dude, what is going on? Um, that spot where you tried to like jump up between the ring and the entrance way and it just didn't work. Try to do like a headstand or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I I wanted to bring that up too. And you know, Joey Janela, I've liked him a lot. in some of the things that he's done, he's done, Uh, you know, GCW, we've talked about it before. It's really good. Uh, I have a hard time liking uh, uh, most of the things he's done in AEW. He's done some good stuff. Um, But like, I, to me, he seems like he wants to do too much. And it's like, just do what you're good at, man. Like, especially when it gets to the point where you're blowing spots. Because he, he messed up a second one later in the match. So I don't quite remember. But, like, he just seems to be doing too much. Like, do what you can do. Get that over. Like, I get that the crazy shit will help get you over. But it hurts if you try it and it doesn't work. So, like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not sold on him, and I, I, I like him, and I want to like him more in AEW. And it just it he, it just doesn't work for me. I, I don't think it's the right place for him. And I know Cody really likes working him and, you know, has said, you know, that any time because he's one of his favorite opponents. and uh, But, like, it's just, I don't know. He, does, he, he has not clicked for me in this company in a long time. So here's where I land on that. Um... I do like Janela a lot. Um, <laughs> I kind of agree with you. I'm super, like, listen, I'm super stoked he's making money, like, yeah. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Super pumped about that. Um, I feel like, I, I hate saying, like, he's a guy that's better suited for the indies. Yeah. But it almost seems that way. Um like if like on the Indies, it's like that dude is like a cult hero. You know yeah. what I mean? And you just can't do that stuff uh, on a show like this. It just doesn't work. And, and you can't. And that's the and like that's an issue. Like you yeah. can't do it. And I know like he was kind of shying away from like deathmatch stuff anyway. Yeah. Um. But still, like uh, I I don't know. I I do. I want something like I don't know. I I don't know. I, it just feels like something's not clicking and it sucks like because like, i do like janela and i well, like i want that dude to succeed a lot you know one of the best matches i i, I will safely say i think out of all, AEW from the beginning was that dark match he had against kenny oh it was great it's one of the best they've done anywhere like out of their entire run so far that was one of the better matches i would i'd put it top 10 of all the matches they've done if not top five it was a really good match um, so maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe he just needs that help someone in there to sort of give him the confidence and elevate things a little more. And, you know, again, say we will about Cody. I don't hate Cody, uh, but Cody definitely has a ceiling that he will never burst through. Um, no. and maybe that, maybe that affects it too. I don't know. I, I, I don't think Cody's bad. I just, I don't know. It, it doesn't work. I think, you know, Janela, if he was on the Indies, would continue to be king of the Indies. And that's great. I mean, it's not going to make you money. <laughs> you know, like, it's not going to do anything for you. So so it's great that he's here and it's good that he's making money. 
Um, but you know, if we're talking my own personal tastes, uh, I liked him much better when he was able to be indie bad boy as opposed to, you know, number three bad guy on, you know, bad boy of professional wrestling in AEW alone. Yeah, I was just saying, like, I don't know, like, when again, like, his role was, like, are you a face, are you a heel? I know, like, we joke about the whole, like, Cody, well, there are no faces and heels, but, like, I don't know. That's not the way I like my wrestling. So, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, you know, he definitely adds to the company, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just something's not clicking and it's weird because yeah. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. I, um, speaking of that, but, I will say something really quick. Uh, not about this match, but you just reminded me. I listened to the AEW podcast with that, where the guest was uh, Aubrey Edwards. And it was good. It was cool to sort of talk about her. And she talked about her being the one crying in the front row at Daniel Bryan's retirement, all that sort of stuff. Is that why that was circulating this week? I yes. had no idea. Yeah. So I think the podcast oh, okay. was from last week. But either way, um, but she talks about how in AEW they want to – She one of her jobs, is what she's working on, is like an actual physical like AEW rule book that then gives like hmm. – the, the refs can like carry it and autograph it for fans so the refs have some merch, you know? That's cool. And it's really cool. And I'm like, oh, that that's a pretty neat idea. Until you realize that AEW will then have to fo- start following rules of some kind and not contradict <laughs> themselves week to week. Uh, and then, you know, then you have all the fans, uh, me included at home, watching something going, oh, excuse me, that does not fit in the Article 3, Section 4 of your rule book. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I would do because I'm that kind of asshole. But, uh, but, yeah, anyway, that just reminded me. So that, that is a cool thing. But, all right. Sorry. <laughs> well, moving on, we uh, we get the return of Nyla Rose. Yes. Which uh, she cuts a promo with Shivani on stage. Yo, that promo was like actually really good. Oh my god, I hate her promos, dude. Oh really? Yes. Yes. Oh, dude, she was like fired up. I was I, like kind of about it. I was actually complaining while watching it. Um, I don't like the way she cuts promos. Uh, oh man, I enjoyed this, and I like Nyla, and we've liked Nyla from the beginning. I, I again, they fucking they fucked up not having her be women's champ from the start. Like all I stuff. agree with that totally. Um, but when she cuts a promo, it kills me because she cuts a promo and tells you, like, I'm I'm a bad guy. Like she'll say, I'm a bad guy. I do this. You shouldn't like me because I do this. Instead of showing me why she's a bad guy, and that kills me. I her promos are too literal, and I, I just I can't do it. It's like that meta, like you know I'm a pro wrestling bad guy, so this this is, these are the things I say, and she's just so obvious and meta about it. I I'm I am not into her promo work. I can't do it. Oh man, I I really liked it. That's I thought great. it was good. That's awesome. I was like. I yeah. thought that, like she said, she's like, that video was cute, but, like, yeah. fuck you, you forgot about me, I guess. Yeah. And, like, yelling at, like she showed, like, a lot of intensity, like, telling Shivani to go sit his ass down, and she's going to go do what she does. And yeah. then she uh, proceeds to have a match against Kenzie Page. Yes. Who, I guess, her debut, they said she's 18. Yep. Um, Nyla murdered her. Yeah, crushed her. <laughs> In yeah. two minutes, that's what you need to be doing. Exactly. So I was uh, I was all about that. Yes. I I don't know. I'm stoked to see her back. Yeah, me too. I'm glad she's back. And 
I just, you know, I don't know. Like the, her promos just don't work for me. It's, it's, it, it, it's a similar way to like Britt Baker's promos don't work for me in that, like, they say things that they feel they're supposed to say instead of showing me like that they're bad guys. They just say like, you should be booing me because I'm a bad guy. I don't care that you don't like me because I'm a bad guy. When instead you should be acting these things out so that I know it. Uh, and it just it doesn't work for me. I have a really hard time with it. But I am really glad to see her back because I do like her in the ring. I I like the everything else about Nyla. So I was uh, I was happy after she got the promo and then like shot over to Britt Baker and she was making like that goofiest like whatever face. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, you look like such a jerk right now. Yeah. Um, so we have, uh, after this, an MJF video promo. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Said, like, he's not a kid. He's not the next Rock Piper. Uh, he's something we've never seen. Uh-huh. And he's back next week. So yeah. so there it is. See, I liked this one. Yeah. I did. Because he's doing, to me, what I want him to do. He's acting like an asshole, like a, like a shitty person for me to boo him. He's not saying, like, he's not just saying these lines that are, like, these pre, like, really obvious meta things about bad guys in wrestling. He's, you know, what it, what it is to be a heel. He's acting like a heel. So, I, I mean, you should never mention, you should never say Piper and be like, oh, I'm not Roddy Piper. Like, no, you're not, and you won't be. Um, so that's a, <laughs> that's a little rough. But, like, the crush velvet suit, the guys moving the chairs, the shitty backdrop to make him look richer, like... All that stuff to me works so much more on a level of like, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this little stuff that makes me like not like this dude, as opposed to him just saying, don't like me. All right, I'll give you that. So, uh, next, there's another promo. There were, dude, there was, uh, this, this AEW show might as well have just been promos. It was like just a clip show. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but. There was another promo of Spears saying Dustin's career is over and he blames Cody because he let his brother get beat up and didn't protect him when he could have stopped it. And then is Cody selfish uh, or because he wants the Rhodes legacy for himself? Mm -hmm. So I kind of like, I hope this doesn't lead to more Sean Spears involvement because like enough, but it 100% uh, is because that's Cody's boy. But I'm also like, huh, like maybe it'll plant the seed for like a, something with Dustin and Cody or something who knows yeah I don't know I'm just spitballing yeah maybe it'll happen maybe I'd like it'd be it'd be an interesting turn it was good the last time they did it exactly yeah it was fucking probably the best match they've had yeah um so we'll see what happens there uh we go to Spears and MJF at ringside. Uh, Tony comments about hey Spears I'm glad you shaved your beard from that video (laughs) um MJF just they just mock everybody. Um, and then uh, Skiavone announces that uh, MJF will face Jungle Boy yep. at Double or Nothing. Why? Who knows? Who cares? Let's just throw it on there because why not? Yeah. Uh, next up, we do have a non-title match with the champ, Johnny Moxley, going up against Frankie Kazarian's uh, hair. Yeah. Uh, this goes like 16 and a half minutes. Yeah. Uh, Moxley wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I can already tell where you're leaning on this. 
Listen, it was a 16-minute match just so at the end of it the Dark Order can jump Moxley. You could have done that three minutes in and made more of an impact. Yeah. yeah. I, see, I think it's like, hey, let the guy wrestle the match so then he's weaker at the end. Yeah, I guess. But, like, to me, the the, the this match, like, and I, I like Mox. Kazarian is fine. But, like... Uh, what's the point of, I don't know I was like what's the point of this match I, this is Mox's return like and I'm just I'm watching a match that I know he has no possible chance of of losing in any capacity you know sure they're not gonna they're not even gonna pretend like Kazarian can come close to winning this thing so like why am I invested in this why do I care about your champion if this is what you're doing and then once he got jumped at the end I was like all right this is why I care because they're moving it somewhere else this was just a vehicle to get him uh, to a different spot. Yeah, the match itself, I thought. I mean, I thought it was good. Like, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't I a think bad, it's good. Be- it wasn't a bad match. It, yeah, I thought it was good because it's like to give Moxley that that TV time, and it's yeah. like not that you need to reestablish him, but you know, let him go out there and work on almost seventeen minute match. Like that's fine. He's yeah. your champ. Let him do that. He but he wants to do that. And yeah. Kazarian, it's like, yeah, he's not some scrub that you can just put away in five minutes, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they even talked about on commentary how I guess SCU's like kind of been like, ah, uh, they want to do their single stuff. So, you know, kind of establish that a little bit. But uh, but as you mentioned, after the match, mm-hmm. uh, the Dark Order attacks, beats up SCU. Yep. Uh, Again. And they proceed to beat the holy shit out of Moxley. Yes, they do. Um, Brody cuts a good promo, of course, because he's Brody. Yep. Uh, basically saying, I'm not the same guy you remember. I'm a leader. I make lives extraordinary. Um, challenges Moxley for it. And Mox just says, all you had to do was ask. Yeah. And proceeds to just feed him a big boot. Yeah. While the rest of the uh, the the minions just beat the shit out of Moxley still. Yeah. And uh, he walks off with the AEW belt. Because AEW champions have a real hard time keeping that thing in their possession. They certainly do. Um, give me Moxley Brody. Yeah. Give me an uh, all day every day. Uh, that's why. Sign like, me up. Whereas I was I wasn't so enthused about this uh, Kazarian match it was fine i was just like like this is your first live show like i i just i'm not as interested as you think i am in this right now like you should i felt they should have done more this is the doing more like this is what i want to see so yeah that works uh my favorite thing about the afterwards is that jr kept screaming that he didn't know who any of these people were what they were doing <laughs> why they're under masks he's just and i'm like thanks for keeping up jr like he just he hasn't been there. He's been at home. He hasn't been watching the material. You know, it's it's very much the the Jr. of uh, the announced team of Jr. and Josh Barnett, where Jr. won't even bother to learn people's <laughs> names because what does it matter? Uh, this J this was the Jr. that came back. He honestly, I, I don't know if he was trying to be like trying to play into it or something, but literally he was just like, "Who are these people? Why are they here? What are they doing? Do they work here?" And I'm like, "Jesus, Jr. Come on." Yeah, I do. I definitely miss Jericho on commentary already. Yeah. <laughs> like that's for damn sure. Um what what you were saying before about Brody Lee with uh his his minions and like, you know, becoming more like Vince every week. Yeah. Um if he does not do a parody of Vinnie Mac doing uh stand back <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. Okay. 
I need him dancing around, and I need the minions playing instruments. Yes, absolutely. Give it to me yep. now, sir. Yeah. Um. After this, we have uh, Brady Rhodes. Oh God damn it! <laughs> uh, commenting about Jake Roberts and all the things that Jake has been saying about her and Cody. Um, you know, it's not 91 anymore and she will fight back and I've seen you slap women before and it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Jake needs to keep her name out of her, out of, uh, out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you think, pal? <laughs> so listen, uh, if, <laughs> if you were to put me on the spot and ask me what's the greatest decision AEW ever made. It was the decision to kill the Nightmare Family thing. Or Nightmare, I agree. Or Collective, whatever the hell it was called. Yep. It, it wasn't was, working. Yeah. It was forced. It was yep. not something Brandy even looked remotely comfortable with. Uh, it, it just... It was wrestle crap. That's it what it was. It was not working. <laughs> this isn't any better. She is not a good talker. I don't know if she wants to or if people want her involved and that's why she keeps doing it. I know that she is the manager uh, for QT and Dustin. I know that she got like beat up a bunch in the last episode or whatever. Like she's involved, you know, but like her involvement has also been the one who comes down in like some sort of revealing outfit as she walks down to the ring, which is fine, whatever it is. I know she's wrestled in the past. She has had that sort of uh, attempt back in her day. This was bad. Uh, She is, and I'm going to recycle a line from a Twitter because uh, that's what I do. Uh, She looked as interested in giving this promo as I was in watching it. She was slow and boring and monotone. And I think she thinks that was how you sound tough or convincing or manipulating something. She Something in her brain says this is what people who are serious and hold power sound like. And it just, it did not work for me on any level. Particularly not that this now sets up the precedent that we're going to have promo battle between Jake Roberts and Brandy Rhodes. She does not stand a <laughs> chance. You know, uh, Jake, those few weeks that Jake let off the show with his promos were amazing. Yeah. And it's just, it's not going to be that with Brandy. She just, she does not have that skill set. Maybe it's something she can develop, but doing, developing it in real time on your weekly TV show is not the time to do it. This character she's doing was not too far off from her evil, like, goth brandy from the nightmare collective like the only thing missing was she wasn't petting a bald man's head like she it was very weird like it's just not nothing has changed it's not a different character and don't go back to that because it didn't work and it's not going to work now it didn't just need more time or it didn't need people to get used to it it just it wasn't working and this isn't either and i was just like oh no like why are they doing this to us why are they doing this to her because that's the other... She does not look comfortable. You know how Britt Baker used to not look comfortable? And then these taped ones, she started to look a little better. And then last week she had that really good one. 
Like yeah. Brandy, Brandy's at that early stage. She doesn't look comfortable doing these things. And I, not that, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say anybody's forcing her. I don't mean it in that way. I just mean that, like, I think she has the jitters. I think she knows that what she did before uh, failed. I mean, it's safe to say that that, was, that the Nightmare Collective was a failure. And oh, that was the worst thing that AEW's done so far. So I think that that hangs over her head a little. And I just, I, I don't, this just wasn't good. I'm not interested. She didn't interest me at all. The other side of this for me is I'm way more interested in the monster Lance Archer and Jake Roberts cutting promos because that's what he's good at. Yeah, and uh, this led into the match with the aforementioned Lance Archer and with Jake Roberts, thank God, yep. going up against QT Marshall with Brandy. Jake Roberts in a mask because he's concerned about his health and the health of those around him because he's a good guy. Damn right he is. He is. Trust him. Trust yeah. him. Uh, this goes seven, like almost eight minutes, uh-huh. uh, which that's about five minutes longer than it should have went. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lance just beat the shit out of QT Marshall pretty much the whole time. Yes. Um, you know, but he also to get sold the win. This match was infuriating to me too, because he was selling for QT Marshall. Like, yeah, I know. Who the fuck's idea was that? Like, th- to me, this match made him look like less of the monster that he that, that they were building. Because he's selling for QT Marshall. Like, QT Marshall, as much as they might like him, they haven't built him or established him as a guy who can even win matches in this company. So if you no, get him in the all. ring with a dude who's a monster, who's basically beating up everybody he sees... Uh, QT shouldn't stand a chance. And I know they did the thing where, like, Archer would lift him up from the pit. Uh-oh. Are you gone? All right. So that just cut off because uh, I got so animated here uh, and my the controls for my headset are sitting on my lap that I hit the mute button and then hung up on Brett because I'm an idiot. Uh, so that's why there's a very awkward end to my rant, uh, but I will pick it back up. I have no idea where it started or ended. I'll figure that out. I hope, I hope my uh-oh makes, <laughs> makes the air, brother. <laughs> so, so anyway, so, uh, just, why sell for him? It doesn't make any sense to me. It should have just been a murder match. Uh, thankfully my rant was pretty much done anyway, and now I've lost it because the anger went away because I'm laughing at how fucking stupid I am. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, just beat his ass, and then don't even use your real finisher on him. That's the other thing. QT isn't worth the the, the claw, everybody dies, concussion move. Like, <laughs> just hit him with the, whatever the hell he calls the not razor's edge flippy deal. Uh, Blackout, I think it's uh, whatever. called. Just do that, because QT Marshall, again, sh- is, has not been built off to be strong enough to warrant... You needing to use your finisher and your second finisher. Just murder him. So, uh, it, it was just weird to me. I don't know. I don't know who that helps. Again, that's the question I ask myself. Who does that help? Does that, does that match make QT Marshall look good? No. Does it make Archer continue to look like a killer? Does it continue to elevate Archer? No. Not to me, it doesn't. I, I could beat up QT Marshall, probably. 
Is that a challenge? It's not. Is that a challenge? It's not. Because listen, that's not true at all. That's me putting talking too big for for my britches here. Because you know that's not. I mean, QT Marshall is probably a very tough gentleman. Uh, I have no idea. I know I have a better natural hairline than QT Marshall, but um, (laughs) but yeah, I I don't know. It just again didn't do it for me. Uh, and I I just find myself all the time asking, really across all the professional wrestling these days. But who does this help? What is what did this do to help anybody either person in this match? And when the answer is neither, to me that even if it's a bad match, as long as it, and this it was a squash, but like even if the match was bad, I'd be like, all right, but who did who did this outcome help or who did the stuff in the match help? Uh, that's fine, but this one these matches that don't have anybody who really go anywhere out out of it, why do why why do I care? Like, yeah, what, from like a, like a story perspective, I think it totally made sense. Like, yeah. to have this match, it's yeah. like, all right, like since the beginning, that's who Archer's gunning for is Cody, and he so it's like he murdered QT. That's the more impactful oh. thing. And I agree. Like he he killed Dustin last week. Yeah, he should have just ran through QT like he wasn't even there. Yep. Um. So I, I yeah I agree. I mean he did like beat him up, but not bad enough. Yeah. But. During the match, mm-hmm. uh, Britt Baker got her heel tossed about 10 rows deep by uh, Brandy, mm-hmm. to which, after the match, uh, Britt decides to get a little payback and DDTs Brandy on the goddamn floor. Yep. So that's going um, to lead to uh, greatness. Is, is she going to align herself with Jake, or is this just going to eventually lead to... to uh, Matches I fast forward through. Who knows? Oh, ooh. only time. So... Will tell. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's really rolls, mean. I don't want to be uh... that mean, but man, uh, Brit versus Brandy is some booking that I uh, would probably be the last thing I would I would ask for. Yeah, I definitely don't want that literally ever anywhere ever. Yeah. Um, she she throws Brandy into the ring. She's out cold, and uh, Jake busts out the old snake. Yeah, the original Damien, if you were to believe commentary. <laughs> yeah, yes, the original Damien, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, not Damien to Electric Boogaloo. No. Uh, or Damien 19. drapes it. Yeah. <laughs> Is Damien like the like the Viano family? Yes. <laughs> I wish Damien was wearing a Viano mask. Damien is is actually the father of all Vianos. That's uh, yeah. I, I like it. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Um, you know, drapes the snake over Brandy. Classic Jake shit. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, it was awesome. It was. It was. It was just so cool. It was real um, creepy when he like straddled her. I was like, ooh. I may or may not have screenshotted that on my phone oh, <laughs> to be to be like. Not easy there, Jake. But, um, uh, but yeah, what the, the fuck was Cody doing? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I don't either. I don't know. Like, what are you doing, bud? Uh, uh, listen, all he does is leave his wife uh, hung out to dry. You know, he throws people like, into her. He, she she always <laughs> gets hit or hurt when he's around. And then, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know JR tried to cover by it's like, oh, well, the locker rooms are far away due to in the stadium yeah. due to social distancing. Did I mention that we tested everybody for COVID? We tested. Uh, Did I mention that we tested Sasha Fresh? Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the hell Cody was doing, but, uh, Brandy, uh, she got beat up and then had a snake way all over her. Yes. Um, so it is announced officially for double or nothing. Mm-hmm. We have Brody Lee versus Moxley. Okay. 
We have Jungle Boy MJF. Mm-hmm. Cody versus Archer for the TNT title. Yeah. And a casino ladder match. I saw that, yeah. Did they say who's What in that it? means? I don't know. Nope, no yeah. idea. All right. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Um, next, they showed Taz trying to interview Darby. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because Taz was like, I want to help you. Like, yeah. And then that reminded me of, uh, like, when he wanted to help Samoa Joe and TNA, and Joe came back with, like, Samoan paint on his face, and it was just real bad. <laughs> oh, Samoan Joe. What if, what, um, if, what if Darby comes out next week in a singlet with, like, fake fur on it, and, like, a really oh, moppish haircut? Oh, I fucking hope so. What if Darby... Okay, this is going to be Darby's heel turn. Okay. And he comes out. And he says to JR, I'd slap you across your face, but it looks like God already beat me to it. <laughs> and then Skivone stands up and stiffs, stiffs Darby. Uh, yes, please. Make I it mean, happen. Make it. Yeah. Give me the book, God yeah, damn it. Yeah, Tony, Tony Khan, if you're listening, yeah, you son of a bitch. Let's get on the horn with Tony Khan. Come on, you bastard. You coward. Uh, next week. Yeah, you fucking coward. Next week uh, on Dynamite, MJF is back. Mm-hmm. We have Brody Lee versus Christopher Daniels. Yeah. Best Friends versus Jurassic Express. Uh-huh. A fatal four-way of Sheeta versus Penelope Ford versus Britt Baker versus Statlander. Okay. Um, and uh, Chris Jericho. Are, in action. Are they doing the one one week live, one week not, or is that just what NXT is doing? I don't know. That I'm not sure. Because, like, again, whatever, you know, it's it's still very bothersome to me, and I don't really want to talk about this a ton, but that they're doing these live shows, it's completely unnecessary. Um, and, you know, as bothered as I was, where JR is, like, basically bragging that everybody's been tested uh, when there's literally sick people in the world not being tested. Uh, but, um... I was like, how do you have your first live show back? And the only time we see Statlander or Sheeta is just in the crowd for a second. Like, Sheeta's only spot was catching Cody's weight belt. <laughs> it's very weird to Shit. me that this is a show with five matches. And, like, there's a squash. And there's, you know, two squashes. Like, how do you not fit Sheeta or Statlander in there on your first live show back? Yeah, I th- I think maybe they just wanted to establish Nyla being back as like you know. the dominant one, and then you had the little play with stuff with Britt Baker. So uh, I I get what you're saying. I think also I mean they're still they're still figuring out like hey who's available? Who do we feel we need to establish more on TV? Like Sheeta had a lot of matches on uh, yeah. those Dynamites that were mm-hmm. taped. Yeah. So it's like she's still fresh. Statlander, I agree. Like I would have liked to get her mm-hmm. back on, but. Um, you know, it, I didn't think it was like, you know, they were both, they were both there. She got a lot of camera time. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, again, I guess to me, and it's part of the thing we'll talk about at the end, but like, uh, I, for whatever reason in my brain, because this was their first live show back, I thought there'd be a little more pomp and circumstance to it. I thought they'd be like, we're live again. We have access to the whole roster. Let's throw some shit out there. And you know, they didn't, I don't feel they did that necessarily. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I think it's going to ramp up 
yeah. over the next, like, definitely one of them is going to be a challenger for Nyla for double or yeah, nothing. Yeah, and that's, that's it's sure. just my expectations. It's not anything they did. They didn't say that and then not deliver. That was just me going, sure. oh, this should be a bigger show because it's your first live one back, and you're going to make a big deal about it because there's literally nothing else in the country. Like, you're just in the state that got bribed to, you know, have wrestling again, <laughs> and you were able to sneak in there without having to give any of that bribe money. Uh, like... <laughs> So like I they just, really were. Yeah. So like in my brain, I was like, okay, they'll probably make this a little bit of a bigger deal. And uh, up until this point, they didn't. But then there's yeah. the main event. Oh, is there ever? So main event times a uh, street fight. We have mm-hmm. Matthew Hardy and Kenny Omega going up against Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Yes. Let's right in the beginning guys. of this. Yes, lay sex gods. Right in the beginning, um, Jericho and Pineapple Pete get into it. Yep. <laughs> um, which, during the match, they announced that next week Jericho's opponent will be Pineapple Pete. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I, I, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, is this just Jericho being like, hey, like, I'll, I'll make you a star, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess. That's Jericho doing his thing. Right. Um, this match total goes like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, the Sex Gods get the win. They do. What a goddamn, like, nut house brawl this was. So, I, um, I wasn't big on this match in the beginning right i was like uh you know sammy's the young guy out with these guys like omega doesn't you know omega's not really doing the stuff he's known for he's because he's more comfortable taking a back seat and let everybody else shine matt hardy can barely walk you know and jericho is jericho like they're they're older guys like sammy can't go out and kill himself like he could against darby right in that match with darby where they just literally murder each other yeah for, for 10 15 minutes um, and, uh, so I was like, all right, uh, it's okay, but I, I want more, but it's, it's fine. I get it. I get who's in this match. Uh, and then by the end I was like, all right, no, they did it. This match is fucking great. They, they, Darby or uh, not Darby. Sammy is like, no, I'll find a different way to kill myself. Uh, Dude. Where, where only, only <laughs> I put myself in harm's way. <laughs> <laughs> like him getting run over by that goddamn cart. It yeah. was insane. Yeah, my like my takeaway literally I was like AEW has done so many of these style matches. Like they did they did used to do the whole lights out on sanction shit, which I don't know why they stopped. Uh they do, you know, all these sort of matches the uh what we didn't talk about in the news about what happened in Maryland. Uh oh, how they God. got fucking snitched. Uh, whoever that dude is, what a douchebag! But um, do you know who? Do you know who he is? No, I have no idea. Chris Christopher Cruz. He, he used to work yeah. for WCW. Oh, okay. I mean, I saw the name. I don't know who he is. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he, yeah. He used to work for WCW in the nineties. He was literally like, like, yeah. like, like C-rate announcer. Yeah, good for him. Um, but like, uh, I was like, why are they, why are these still special in AEW? Like, what about these? Like, they do this all the time. Why is this one any different? And then, like halfway through the match, I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." They just they just took a while to get up there. <laughs> okay. Like I've been I've been preaching and harping about like right now I don't want dead serious wrestling. Yes. Like 
Like, it's fine to have some serious stuff. It, it, like, you have to because it is wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, but I want, like, fun stuff like this. Yeah. And, oh, my God, was this fun. Yes. As soon as, like, they broke out and started, like, up in, the up in like, the, the concourse area. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It just, like, it hit a level, like, busting a bag of ice over Matt Hardy. <laughs> like. Right. Like, oh my God. That but yeah, Sammy taking that getting run over mm-hmm. by that cart. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're nuts. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. For sure. Um that that Omega moonsault off the scissor lift too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, um how do you feel about Yeah, the, I enjoyed the hell out of it. How do you feel about the uh the Matt Hardy costume changes? Um, I mean, it's dumb. It's his character right now. Mm-hmm. So whatever. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to like, that's not going to make or break like the match for me last night. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I just, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was so much I, fun. I, it really was. I want Hardy to do the costume changes every match. I want him to as awkwardly work the costume changes into every match he has because he's not, uh, Matt Hardy is what he is. I I don't dislike Matt Hardy. He has done some great things in wrestling, but you know he's had some physical maladies, and he is not the professional. Uh, could you blame the guy? No, exactly. He's not the he, he's not the guy. His knees are shot. He's not the guy he once was. And broken Matt Hardy is a little outplayed. It just it ju- it jumped too many times to different places for it to work, for me. But this, if he can, like, just ham-fisted, super cheesy work costume changes into every match where he just does, for lack of a better phrase, the three faces of Hardy every <laughs> match and have it be as obvious as possible, he that that will be a new way for him to entertain me and I can forget about everything else. I can be like, oh, this when is he going to turn? When is he going to make the opportunity to be able to change his outfit? You know, like, is it going to be where he just runs in the back every time? Or does he have the dexterity to do it under the ring? Or, you know, is he going to, are they going to put a box over his head and he'll quick change and come out? Like, all that shit. Like, let's get him doing this all the time. He needs to do, like, old, like, rockers Matt Hardy when him and Jeff first started in the WWF, too. Yes. I need to see it. Um, But, yeah, like, I don't know. It was just fun. I, I had so much fun. Like, I love that that picture. And, of course, it's making the, the meme rounds mm-hmm. where it's Guevara running away from the car and Omega looking like a madman yep. hanging off the side. Of I it. made like, a meme out of it. I exactly. It. Yeah. It's like, everywhere. It's, oh. It was fun. Um, it was. A couple big things. Uh, uh, Santana and Ortiz returned. Yep. Really glad to see SNO, my boys. Yeah, I'm super pumped that they were that they came back. Uh, yes. They helped help Jericho and Sammy win the match. Yeah. Um, Jesus, though, Sammy, my God, like, yeah. <laughs> like, every, like since the beginning, is he? He's just been like the guy who's grown like the most. I think absolutely in the company. He he's been awesome. I he's he's great. But yeah, I I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was kind of weird that there was, like, random, like, kids there. Yeah, I noticed that, like, there were people in the crowd even, like, separated apart, which I thought was real weird. I was 
I was wondering if they were like, okay, maybe they're just like office people, or they're like, maybe they were some of the indie workers yeah, that like, they brought in, you yeah, know? Yeah, or family or something. Uh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, they were severely was, spaced out, so. And they were, and they did it right, you know? They, yeah. they did it the right way. And listen, that added crowd noise, it makes such a world of difference. Yeah. Like, it really does. If Listen, if you're spaced out and they're doing it the right way, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, I'm fine with that, but, you know... Yeah, it was weird when I saw kids there, though. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's not essential. What are you talking? Right. Like, why are kids there? What are they doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was uh, that is where Dynamite went off the air with the inner circle throwing up the, the birds while hanging out on the Jacksonville Jaguars football field. Right. So I, I want to oh. say about this show, um, I, I mean, I, I love that main event. Uh, but yeah. over, overall, I felt this this dynamite was very uneven. Um, and it, you know, and you, do you want to say this now or save this for the end? Uh, I, I'm a, that's just what I'm going to say now. And I'll, I'll talk more about it at the end. I just, I just wanted okay. to say as a show overall, like this main event really turned this show around for me. That's okay. my point here. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end when we're making our decisions here. Yeah. So, um, so let's shoot on over to the USA network mm-hmm. and, uh, it's time Listen, for NXT. NXT could have shit the bed. You don't know. That's not a, that's not a spoiler for my pick in any way. NXT could have royally shit the bed here. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, we'll, we'll discuss that when we're, when we're and, making our, our pick, our pick skis. And we're about to find out. <laughs> we sure are. Uh, first match, mm-hmm. the, the new and improved Johnny Gargano with his new he's one heel. Of those, he's theme. one of those things. <laughs> his new heel theme mm-hmm. going up against Dominic Dijakovic. Yep. Uh, this goes 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. Gargano wins. Um, I'll say this. Okay. Uh, I just, I still don't get Dijakovic at all. Mm-hmm. Um, when and I feel like this applies to every big dude. When you wrestle like a big guy, you're great. Mm-hmm. I, he's he is when he's doing power moves. I'm like, yeah, this is this is good stuff. Um, the dynamic of the match itself, of Gargano being the heel and Dijakovic being the face, but like Dijakovic fighting from underneath a bit, and it just it doesn't work. Um, yeah. Gargano as a heel is the the worst heel in wrestling. The yeah. more I'm not all right, I'm not gonna say the worst heel, maybe the worst heel, uh, the least believable heel in wrestling. Okay, I'll give you that um, for sure. The match was, I don't know, I just I don't I didn't care for it. Like I said, there were parts where Dijakovic was wrestling like a big dude against a small guy and just dominating him. But then there was a part where he gets distracted by Cancel Ray because he's going for a springboard moonsault. Yep. <laughs> like, what are we doing, guy? Right. So uh, here's here's the thing about this match. Uh, I can tell you uh, maybe one thing that happened in this whole match. Uh, I watched it, but I did not commit this thing to my memory, and I was I was just not interested. It's just not, none of it is convincing to me. None of it is anything that I find entertaining. 
um, or that I'm engaged in or by, if you will. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It don't work. Uh, I will tell you that Candace, uh, when she came down to the ring and the referee was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm legally married to this man. And I was like, oh, so? <laughs> Who gives a shit? That means nothing. Uh, but whatever. But yeah, I, I, I couldn't be less interested in this. Honestly. Yeah. Like I, just the whole dynamic for me doesn't work. Yeah. And it's a shame. Um, because they can't, I think they can have good matches. And Gargano obviously can. Uh, Dijak, I think, could if he just stopped, like, doing all this crazy shit. Like, don't do a springboard. You're like 6'7. Don't do a springboard moose salt. Just don't. Yeah, there's no need for it. Yeah, you're, um, you're a tall guy. Do, do tall guy moves. Exactly. Like, like I said, dude, the power stuff, I'm like, all right, yeah. like, this makes sense. Like, there was a couple where, like, I think he hit Gargano with, like, a sit out choke bomb, and it looked like he killed him with it. Yeah. Like, and it was good. But then. Why are you doing springboard moonsaults, dude? Right. Um, we talked to Imperium. They challenge Riddle and Thatcher for the tag titles next mm-hmm. week. Yep. That should be good. We are we are moving on to uh, a match in the uh, best of the super cruiserweights okay. with Akira Tozawa mm-hmm. and Jack Gallagher. Yes. Um, about four minutes. Tozawa mm-hmm. wins. Yeah. Um. And I forget who it was. I saw they're like, man, they're like, Tozawa sucks on Mondays, but he's undefeated on Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Tozawa, this is the uh, second Tozawa match I've watched in a week. Yes, it uh, sure is. Because Same I here. also watched him uh, on Chikara, uh, King of Trios, Night 3 from 2011 mm-hmm. on IWTV. Use code MORTIS to get five free days. Yes, uh, yes. independentwrestling.com. Uh, but, uh, you know, I like this match. Um, Tozawa looked good. Like, he, there's, he's selling me on him. Like, I was never a big Tozawa guy. Uh, admittedly, I never really paid that much attention. Um, I, I thought this this match was it was short and it was good. I think it's a, it was a good little showcase for Tozawa. Um, Gallagher's entire character is that he has four tattoos now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like he went from being like like the gentleman guy wrestling like yeah. like uh, Johnny Saint Johnny Kid style mm-hmm. to just be like eh, I got some shitty tats yeah he has a chest piece and three other tattoos that don't even cover his, his whole other arm and that is literally all they talk about on commentary are his four tattoos yes. and it's great uh, you know I I'm tattooed <laughs> uh, I you know I have uh, way more than him but that uh, that it don't mean shit. Uh, it doesn't mean shit that I have more to him. It doesn't than him. It doesn't mean that he has four new ones that they need to talk about uh, just incessantly. Um, but that's his whole character, and I think that's all they're going to give him because again, Tozawa beat him pretty quickly. Yeah, he he certainly did. Uh, so Tozawa moves to two and zero. Oh he does. In the best of the Super Cruiserweights, I think he's a member of. Tournament. He is a member of B Block. Yeah. Um, next match we have. Chelsea Green going up against against who, DJ? Uh, sup, Zylee. Yeah. Yep. Spicy. Too bad you only got to, too bad you only got to see her for a minute. It's all right. It's all I need. It's che- Good. Uh, so Chelsea Green. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea Green you, wins. You prevert. Um. <laughs> hey, Bert Pritchard is a prevert. You can do dick leggy. Uh, <laughs> but, um, 
So, yeah. I, you know, yeah. Ch- Ch- Chelsea Grizzly or Stu, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea <laughs> Green gets the win uh, through nefarious means. Uh, Aaliyah, uh, how this wasn't a DQ because the referee was watching it fucking happen. Uh, Aaliyah gets in the ring, Xia kicks her. It's, it's disqualification for interfering in the match. doesn't matter if Xia got hurt or not. Uh, it should have been a DQ. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, Xia will get her, uh, get her revenge. And maybe this time, uh, Aaliyah just won't have a nose after the match <laughs> instead of like, half a I'm nose. Not- I'm not mad that like we're getting Aaliyah and Zaylee because no. it gives like a it's, lower it, card women's it, feud. It's building a storyline. Like, yeah, I'm not damn. mad about this at all. I I in a fake uh, madness because because is my, my girl, but uh, but no, I mean it was fine. You know, they're they're trying to make something out of Chelsea Green. It's a good way, good heel victory. It works. Um, and then Zaylee and, and Aaliyah can happen, and uh, just like you said, be the the lower the lower card women's. Yeah women's storyline yo can we talk about how bad that finish looked though and how edited it was yeah well you know oh my god come on now <laughs> i was like oh shit that was not good yeah um oh just not good uh mm-hmm. yeah vince what do you get for the rain <laughs> um <laughs> i'm just i just want to talk like stew the rest of, of the night do. hey hey hey, hey dude <laughs> um all right so uh, they kind of teased the Leah joining up with the Robert Stone people. Yes, I, it makes sense. Yeah, why not? She's like a, like a fashion gal, I think. So sure. that that'll work. Yeah, he's got like weird um, glasses. I don't know. He, he certainly does. Whatever. Uh, Listen, as, as back... long as as long as Chelsea Green is on TV and employed, because she's the breadwinner right now, and somebody needs to bankroll action figure by him. Poor broski. Yep. Um, so they go How shitty is it? Did you see the WWE announced they're doing a fucking original show on the network about, uh, about WWE collectibles no, and hard to that's find? That's not ones? on, dude. That's not on the network. That's on A and D. Oh really? Yeah. How? What a shitty move! Like <laughs> I, seriously, like uh, that. It, that is a shitty move. Like that, yeah, dude. That's that on A and E. Like that is a direct. Like they're gonna have to go to his house eventually. That that whole show is just gonna lead to Broski's house. They're gonna be like, "Where yeah. do we find this?" They're gonna be like, "Well, there's only one fucking dude that has it. He paid eight grand for it. It's the fucking uh, prototype, fucking Hammer Valentine Rhythm and Blues figure. We gotta dude. go see Broski." Could you imagine if they go? Hey, we're at WWE Superstar Chelsea Green's house. Chelsea, let's show off your action figure collection. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, no. Oh, that would be incredible. Like, what if, like, hey, Chelsea, we'll put the women's title on you Monday night uh-huh. on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> let us come to your house, and we'll just pretend it's yours and not broski. Oh, Oh, that'd be awful. But yeah, that's on A and E. That's not a network okay. thing. Like, wow, that's nuts. <laughs> so we have Velveteen talking quick about Adam Cole and uh, you know Dream Over all that yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next mm-hmm. we have the in-ring debut of one Mister Carrion Cross. Yeah, going up against Leon Ruff. 
Yes. The match itself goes less than a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cross murders him with backdrop drivers. Yeah, Doomsday Saitos, <laughs> as they're like, calling them. And again, murders if, if, him. If you, if you want that to be his finish, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, and then puts him in that cross jacket submission yeah. for the win. Uh, but you're you're skipping something. I feel though. Well, well, here's 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 where I'm at. Um, the entrance was fucking terrible. Okay. I hated it. So you know, like, you, you did see that your your best friend in the whole wide world, Bully Ray, said how amazing it was on Twitter. Oh, good, because his opinion's worth a fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, that guy, he's not brown nosed and trying to get a job because Marty Skrull kicked him out of ROH because he sucked. It. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that uh, that entrance, I thought, so, was just dog shit. So I wonder, Here, and listen, there's only one thing that made it dog shit. Okay, so here's what I wanted to ask. So, so I watched uh, so I watched NXT Second. Uh, I saw your tweets about it, and I was like, oh, no, what could this possibly be? Because I know we both like Cross, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm gearing up for it, and I'm like, all right, what this? here it comes. What's it going to be? And then I was like, okay, all right. And then the thing happened that I think you're about to mention, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is dumb. Uh, so um... so what, what is the one part, Brett? Literally, the only part that I didn't like about it mm-hmm. is them having Scarlet like lip sync the words, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Oh, well, she actually sings the song. I, that's great." Yeah. Uh, why is she like lip syncing to the camera? Like, what? Like, oh, it just looked so dumb. Yeah. Like, it it was it was just like oh like instantly I'm like oh well this sucks, like. Again, though, the rest of the entrance I'm fine with. Music's cool. Whatever lights and fog lights you had going, that's cool. fine. Yeah, I like, like all that. That's cool. The, like, I'm cool with that, but, like, what the fuck was that? Like, somebody's just like, oh, cool. Like, what is this? Is this a fucking TikTok now? Like, yeah. that's what we're doing? Yeah, um, it, it did I'm not, not going to let it, like, ruin it for me, but sure. that sucked. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I feel. Like, I was like, this. I think the smoke is cool. The lights were cool. Like all that stuff, but, like, when she started that, and, like, she was, like, really over-exaggerating it, whatever, like, it just, it didn't work, um, you, uh, to me, it was, if it's her own song, like, like, I, I saw today, she said it was, I, I thought maybe she'd know the words better, so she wouldn't be missing on some lines like she was, um, but, yeah, I was just, like, this is just weird, and does nothing for me to hype up Carrion Cross, like, it, it does nothing... Listen, the only person allowed to sing their entrance music on the way to the ring is Michael P.S. Hayes, all right? Goddamn right. That's, that's it, dude, dude. Yes. That is it. Um, yeah. But, like, again, like, him squashing, cool. He looked, he looked, he looked like great. a killer. Yeah. Like, he looked awesome. Yeah. Um, it is kind of weird how they're like, this demonic demon from hell. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just a... Is that his character, I guess? Yeah, I, I, I assume his character was just a murderer. Like, he's just a serial killer. Um, but the question I have for you, Brett. How many wide-eyed, non-blinking, smoky creeps does one company need? 
Uh, the answer is infinite because okay. you can't put a you can't put a number on that. All right. So here here's the difference. Okay. Carrying cross he, he motes. Hmm. Right. He looks angry. The man, right. The man will the man will talk about in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. He does not emote. Emotionless. Unless he, right. Unless he's licking his lips. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> well, moving on. Um. Mm-hmm. But all right. Yeah. We'll we'll put a bow on it. I'm happy Cross is here. Yeah. I think he's gonna do great things. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the whole satanic warrior thing, but yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um. But fuck that entrance. Uh. Matt Riddle accepts Imperium's challenge for next week. Mm-hmm. So it's him and Thatcher against Imperium for the for the Strapolas. Yes. And speaking of matches for Strapolas, the next match we have the women's champion Charlotte mm-hmm. going up against Io Shirai. Yeah. So this goes about eleven minutes. Io wins by disqualification because mm-hmm. Charlotte decides to start beating her ass with a Singapore cane. Yes. Um, cause it's that whole, oh, I don't think I can beat you straight up. So I'm just going to get myself disqualified like a heel, which is huge for uh, you. Like to me, yeah, like that, that's it, huge. it's massive for her. It is a vote of confidence from the company. It is a bump. Like, this is what I was talking about before. Like, you know, there were, I, I didn't think there, there was no, I didn't think EO was going to beat Charlotte. That's not where they're going with this. So like to compare it back to, even though Kazarian Mox was non-title, right? Um, but this too is like I don't. I would love to see Eo win it, but it's not going to happen. So, what is the purpose of this match? At the end of it, what does it do to either person in there? Right. This match elevates Eo because Charlotte couldn't beat her square. Yeah. Build Charlotte as a heel because she knew she was losing and she cheated. So you know now that anytime she's losing in any other matches, she'll cheat just to get out of it. And, like, it just, it's, to me, so big for EO that the company has the faith in her, the fans know that she's that good, and it will eventually come back around for EO to go after that belt with whoever has it whenever they decide to pay off Charlotte, whatever. Uh, Yeah. Like, to me, this was so huge and so good for both of them, but so much better for EO. I was so pumped for this because I was like, holy shit, this makes her look so good. Yeah, and and I, I know it feels like Trips is kind of uh, you know, yeah, Vince, I'll have Charlotte on NXT, but I want EO to yeah. win the strap eventually, and it, it's it's the classic, hey, you're not gonna win, but you're gonna be protected. Yeah. Um, and Charlotte after the match goes to lock the the uh, post figure four, and uh, we get the return of Rhea Ripley. You do so. Yes. There goes that dispels the rumor of the visa. That's done. Right. So Rhea is and back. That was one of those things that it breaks my heart that audiences aren't a thing right now because that would have been yeah. such a huge pop. Uh, so that's good. That it's awesome. And you know I, I'm glad there'll be payoff there. I'm sure it will. And she'll get her her time. You know she'll chase Charlotte for a little while. Charlotte will do the heel stuff. I'm sure they'll. Yep. I, I would imagine they'll they'll do. Rhea and EO in a tag match with Charlotte and somebody of Charlotte's choosing, um, you know, something like that. Um, but yeah, I just, I was so pumped for EO, especially because to me, uh, I was wondering like why they don't treat Charlotte like a bigger deal in NXT. 
Yeah. Like, to me, like, she shows up and they're like, oh, Charlotte's here. She's the champ. And I'm like, no, like, this should be a huge deal. She's a heel. She's from another show. She's dominating everybody on, you know, every women's wrestler on your roster. Like, treat it like like this matters. And instead, they're just like, oh, Charlotte's just NXT champ now. And it's like, no, make it more special. And I know it's hard without an audience. Um, but this match, I think, moves it in that direction a better way. Yeah, and, and I agree. And, you know, it gives you the possibility coming out. It's like, because, you know, after the post-match stuff with EO and Rhea arguing, it's like, okay, you can go Rhea-EO. You can go Rhea-Charlotte, EO-Charlotte again, all three. You know, mm-hmm. it, it'll, it'll, it gives you good possibilities moving forward. Right. So uh, I, I'm about it. Um, next match in the Cruiserweight tournament, mm-hmm. we have A-block action. Kushida yeah. going up against Jake Atlas. Somebody's O has got to go. We have Kushida getting the win in, mm-hmm. in three minutes. Yeah. Uh, listen, so got... I'm, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go, you, you go ahead. You uh, go ahead. They got, they got some good shit in, in three minutes, man. Um, but it does sort of feel like they're kind of like done with this cruiserweight deal already. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly where I was going. Uh, like, I, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, okay, well, we had to come up with this idea because we couldn't bring Devlin back. Uh, and now, you know, maybe they could. And maybe they can smuggle him back into the country. I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah, uh, that's the, both matches on this real short. Um, so, whereas the last couple weeks they were giving them some time, this week they were like, three minutes, just get in whenever you can. Here's who's winning. Um and I liked them both. I thought they were good little short matches. I don't need epic matches. I'm sure the the you know the main the the championship match of it will be. Hopefully they'll give that some time. Um, but you know Atlas is Atlas looks good and he's doing some fun stuff. And Kushida's great. Uh, and they in three four minutes whatever it was they I mean they they got some shit in. Uh, but I, I do because it's the kind of wrestling I like. I wish it was a little bit more. Um, but Kushida wins. That's my dude. So. If, if yeah, it, it was it was entertaining for what the match was. Yeah, uh, I was with you 100 percent on. It's like, all right, are they done already? Yeah, they don't care already. Yeah. You had two tournament matches on, and it was uh, less than a combined seven minutes. Right, and I was I was shocked at the quick tap, and I was like, oh, that's a cool way to put on the armbar, like all that stuff. Uh, and I was like, oh, whoa, that's that ended really quick. I didn't did not expect that. And then it's sort of like, oh yeah, I think. I think they're done with it. They're not interested anymore. I, I'm not asking for 20-minute matches. I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. really not. But, damn, dude, give them a little something more. Yes. Um, and I agree. I was happy with the finish because it was the arm bar, and he tapped instantly. Yes. Not, not this, should. like, hey, not this, I'm going to fight it off. And, mm-hmm. you know, no, it's, it's an arm bar. Little little secret, fella. We all we all know what arm bars do in the real world. Yes. Uh, if you don't tap, your arm's gonna get broken. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna I wanna, <laughs> ask Tim Sylvia. I'm gonna let everybody in on a little secret here. Uh, a lot of wrestling submission holds are complete bullshit. Um, How dare you? And a lot of them aren't. And if you've ever been in the cross arm breaker, you know that uh, you have uh, like a millisecond to grip your hands together and hope yeah. and pray that you're strong enough to just have the finger strength to stop another grown man from wrenching your arm out. 
Uh, and if you don't tap immediately, uh, your arm's broken. Your elbow's gone and your arm is snapped. Uh, so that should always be an immediate tap. Uh, there is no, like, having it on for real and, like, squealing and squirming for 30 seconds in the middle of the ring trying to reach for the ropes. If the person has your wrist and they flex their hips up, you're, <laughs> you're tapping. Done. It's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, you so are absolutely done. <laughs> if you want to pretend it all like wrestling is real, like I'd like to when I'm watching wrestling, uh, it's an immediate tap. And yeah, and is. that's why I liked the suddenness of it. Yes. I just wish it got a little bit more. That's yes, all. Yes, I agree. Um, next, Mr. Finn Bauer is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I, ho- I hope, I hope, I hope that this is one of Sposto's dislikes on add-ons this week. But why? Because I remember how... Because he's talking carny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I remember how much he hated that initial promo. Oh. So no, I fucking I, hate it, too. I, it's so stupid. I can't... I can't wait to, I, I yeah. really hope this makes his list. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those, you know, it was short people enough. come after the top dog to get a push and yeah, it, you come at me, you'll get squashed. It, like, it oh, was short God enough that it might not make his list, but, and that's at odds with wrestling for those. I mean, everybody knows that, right? I would assume anybody listens to this show anyway, uh, but at odds at wrestling. Uh, yeah, it, it, it should. I mean, I, I fucking hate it. It makes me not interested in Finn Balor, and that sucks because I used to really like Finn Balor, but now his gimmick is he just comes out and fucking talks carny, and I'm not into that shit. Listen, I still love Finn. I, okay. I, I think he's great. This, this not so much. No. But, like, his in-ring shit, he, he's fantastic. I he's do. Still, I think he's, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's one is. of the best. And part of the thing that gets me is I, I haven't properly mourned the fact that they – did the right thing and the, the, the smart non WWE thing and put him on, uh, um, put the strap on him. Yeah. And then he got hurt and he just never had the opportunity again. Dude. You know? Like I was there for that match, like at SummerSlam and it's yeah. like, damn, like they actually did it. And then literally the next yep. night he, when he comes out and they're like, Oh my God, his shoulders and shreds. Yeah. And like, I never, <laughs> I haven't properly mourned that. So when I look at him, yeah. all I can think of, what was you know he was the biggest thing in japan he was huge yeah he came here and they were like this guy's huge let's see if we can ride that wave and he got hurt and it's just bad fucking luck and uh well it was also who was he wrestling in that match um <laughs> but uh you son of a bitch <laughs> I, don't, I don't know let's call bret hart and see his opinion yeah but um <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just it's just a, a goddamn shame, and I, I, like I said I haven't mourned it properly. So every time I see him do this stuff, and it's I think it's it's beneath him. I'm like, ah man, this dude should have had a great run as champion. Should have had it a couple times by now. But I agree. Like I wish he was. I wish he wasn't doing yeah. these types of promos. Like I've actually been going back and watching his initial, like his first NXT run. Dude, it is so good. Yeah. Like, like the dude, shit he was doing yep. was so good. It's a dude I loved and still love Henry work. <laughs> yeah. And like, just that's why I said, like, it still bums me out that he, that he didn't get to, to live that part of it. And it kills me. So that's, that's yeah. why I'm like, when he comes out and does this shit, I'm just like, Oh, uh, Finn, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Well, something that's, something that's going to put a smile on your face. Okay. The next match, we have the return of Greasy Grimes. It's Grimes time, boy... baby. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Going up against 
Denzel DeJournay. Yeah, or is it Denzel DeJournet? Sure. Um, he gets suplexed twice and then hits the cave in for the win. Yep. Um, couldn't be happier. More, more importantly, though, after the match, uh, he cuts the promo. Yeah. Saying that someone beat him to attack a Bauer. And if Bauer was here, he'd slap him right in his face. Yes. See, now, of course, and I, I see, I actually like the camera angle that they did. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's cutting it to the hard cam, and you just see Bauer walking out from the back. And it's like, oh, man, like he's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Like, Grimes, you're going to die. And uh, I liked it, like, when he got in the ring and Bauer's like, you're going to slap me? Go ahead. Just yep. Go ahead. Slap me. You're going to say you're going to do it? Do it. And I'm like, See that? I don't know. It was just something subtle. Yeah, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like he's like, "All right, tough guy. Here I am. Do yep. what you got to do." You know. Yeah. And, and Grimes doesn't. Like, he backs I... away like a fucking coward. Exactly. And then yep. he uh, he goes for the blind attack, and Finn decides to stomp him and hit that sling blade. Yep. And uh, yeah, I liked it. And then uh, even like, dude, the end line with Finn to the camera where he's like. There's a bunch of snakes in the back, and you know what you do with the snake. You cut off its head. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like a cool line, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. why couldn't you just do say that stuff? Not mm-hmm. what you were doing literally two minutes beforehand. Right. Um, yeah. Just don't do that. Well, again, but it, it, it does it, lead. It also calls back to sort of my, my complaints before. Like, both of these guys came in the ring. They cut promos. They talked. And, like, the, the Balor thing was like, you know, using using the, the lingo was just like, oh, it's so ham-fisted and meta, yeah. and I'm just not into it. But then he comes out and does that, and, like, Grimes does, you know, has the match, hits the cave-in, which I fucking love, and then cuts this promo, but he's super tough, and he's like, I'll, I'll smack Finn Balor. And then Balor comes out to confront him, you know, and is that character. He doesn't come to Grimes and say, I'm tougher than you. He acts like yeah. him. He lets you know that he is. And then Grimes lets you know that he's a he's a little bit of a chicken shit by, like, stumbling and bumbling and backing away. So, like, it, it just, it's acting that stuff out. It's showing me that you're that way, not just straight up telling me it. And that's why I, this segment was so much more successful to me than uh, Balor two minutes before just trying to be meta and, like, I don't know, pop the smart marks. I don't know what he does, why they do it that way. Yeah. Like it's weird. Like, like, you know, I know he's boys with gals and Anderson and gals and Anderson. They do all the inside lingo, but it's like in fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for fun. It's Mm -hmm. not for, for seriousness, you know? And it's like somebody like, it's like Bauer went to the back and somebody's like, Hey Finn, try this when you go out there right now. Yeah. Just try this and see how it goes. Like after you did your version, Go go try this, or it could be vice versa. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody wants Finn to be saying shit like that, and then he comes out there, and it's like, okay, no, I'm going to try this instead. Yeah, that's possible I, too. I hope I hope that's what it is, because again, that end line, I'm like, that's cool. That's yeah. a good line. Like it makes yeah. him seem like I'm going to start with anybody, and I'm going through anybody to find out who it was. Right. So yeah, I I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next week we get Bauer and Grimes, which we're going to love. Yeah. And Balor is going to see what it's like to experience Grimes time for real. <laughs> God damn it. And, uh, Imperium versus Riddle and Thatcher for the tag belts. That yeah. is official. Listen, man, I, you know, anybody knew the show was only been listening the first few weeks or whatever. We haven't seen Cameron Grimes in a while. 
Uh, that is a dude that I was like, what the fuck is this? Why, why is this steampunk caveman coming out here uh, trying to get me to like him in his weird leather vest? And that changed completely around to a guy that is legit, like, puts a smile on my face. I love his finisher. I'm excited to see him. Uh, so he's, uh, he's, it's a guy that I'm, I'm happy to have. And he's going to lose the battler, and that's fine. He's not there yet. He's not at that level where he can he can beat Finn Balor, uh, but he can come out of that match looking really good. And uh, uh, you know, Grimes, I'm 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 in for Grimes. I really am. It's, it's yeah, I either want this to I want this to go one of two ways. Uh, Balor comes out and just absolutely kills him in a minute. Yeah. Or for this to go twenty because it's going to be awesome. Yep. And I'm telling you, uh, mark my words, the cave in is the diamond cutter for 2020. Wow. What it is. It's what it is. He can hit it from anywhere. He can surprise you with it. He can finish the matches quick. He can pull it out at the end of a match. Like when you think he's down, he only needs that one fucking second to do it. So damn. If he starts wearing rib tape, that's your guy. I dude, I love the Caven. I really do. And it's not like he invented it or anything. It's not, you know what I mean? But like, I just, no, but it looks killer. It it looks really cool. It's a big killer move. I hope they don't have anybody kick out of it. My fear is they're going to have Balor kick out of it next week. Um, but man, uh, don't let anybody kick out of it. Like, you know, don't even give him the opportunity to hit it on Finn. Have let him have a long match. Maybe he misses it or something, but don't, don't let him hit it. But don't, you know, if he's going to hit that, don't let people kick out of it because it looks real cool. I agree. It looks so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, main event time, though, we have the world champion, Adam Cole. Baby. Going up against the Velveteen Dream. Yes. So this goes 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Cole retains. Okay. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. All Number right. one. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a doubt? No, no, of course okay. not. Um, you know, Velveteen. Uh, you know, what can we say about him? Uh, I, I've said in past weeks that I, I haven't really been in on this this sort of angle that his character has been having, um, which is fine. Whatever. Uh, he's still, I think, pretty decent in the ring. And then there's the. Uh, alleged extracurriculars that he's been uh, attached to, um, whatever that is. They seem to be, uh, I don't know if they're investigating or sweeping under the rug or whatever. Uh, it, you know, I, I don't know here or there where the comment on that one way or the other. Um, but this match kind of makes it seem like maybe they want to move on a little bit quicker than they thought. Uh, and I, sort of walk I, away from see, it for I the time being. I didn't get that from no. This. Okay. I think this is this is gonna go on for a while. Yeah. Because Cole won by nefarious means. Dream had him beat one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, you know, Cole just didn't beat him straight up. And like, no, yeah. he had him beat one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, question the second. Okay. How much glitter? Do you think it's still laying in that NXT ring from this match? Oh my God! Listen, glitter is, glitter does not come out. Uh, <laughs> if if you've ever uh, visited a uh, a club for gentlemen, um, you you know that you know that uh, both the, the two hardest things to get off your person are uh, watermelon scent and glitter. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's just a, it's just the nature. It's just a fact of life. It's just what it is. Uh, so that that ring is even if they can they can completely they can put a whole new apron on that ring and that one will end up with glitter on it somehow. It's just how it works. It's just the nature of glitter. It's indestructible. Like, holy shit! There was so yeah. much glitter. Yes, yeah, so there was a ton of glitter. So and it just doesn't All right. go away. <laughs> and now and now, sir. Mm-hmm. Question the third. Okay. This is going to be a two-parter. Okay. Question the third, part one. Okay. How worried were you that up until this match, there was no appearance of the true best in the world, Dexter Loomis? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, uh, you know, it's a little harder for me because I watch NXT second. So I did not know what his role was, but I knew that he had a role. Okay. So, because I watch it second, it's a little harder. Um, but it did not change. Uh, why, well, what's your second question? Ask that one. Question the third part B. Okay. It's my favorite Rambo movie, by the way. <laughs> How fucking excited <laughs> were you Yeah. when Dexter Loomis shimmy crawled from underneath the ring? <laughs> Listen, it's cut off. Cut off the undisputed era. Listen, it's it's the pop of the night, man. I mean, that's just what it is. Uh, we're both uh, unapologetic in the fact that Dexter Loomis is arguably the greatest professional wrestler uh, alive, uh, or at least currently uh, currently wrestling. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was the pop of the night. It's exactly where he belongs uh, in my head canon. Uh, he lives under the ring, and uh, he was there the whole time. Uh, you know, he he left last week's NXT, got his bags, and shimmied under that ring to go to sleep. And this this week, somebody uh, they did a little too much rattling in the ring, and he was like, "What the hell's going on?" And uh, that uh, he came out and took care of business. I'm so happy. Yeah. That Dexter Loomis <laughs> fucking slithered out from yep. under the ring. Yeah. Oh my god! Like the joy on my face. You would have thought I was watching like a Suzuki match. The <laughs> pop that came out of me. I I let out a oh yeah, and he came out right. Oh, I love that guy. He's the right. best. He really is. Um, it's interesting because it's like. Does he have dreams back? Does he just hate the Undisputed Era? I think he just shows up wherever he wants. Does he, he want wants. their feet? He That's why when you said when he, he slithered out from the ring to cut off the Undisputed Era, I was like, oh no, what part? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, oh, it made me so happy. And like, um, the ref bump was real cool. Yeah. Like, so the match, all right, so the match itself. Yeah. It's. I thought it started out real good. Mm-hmm. It kind of faded. Sure. Um, you know, th- the finish was fine. Like I said, it it you know keeps it going. The story's not over. Yeah. Because Dream rightfully won. He had him pinned. You know, mm-hmm. it 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 keeps it going. He still he could still stake that claim. Yeah. So, but it's um, it's also if something does happen 
uh, to dream, which I, at this point I don't think it will. It could still act as an out. And it could. You're uh, right. Which I don't think they're going in that direction, but I do think they're probably putting that in the back pocket just in case. Sure. And, and I could see that. Yeah. Oh, man. Dexter Loomis. Yes. I need I need every piece of merchandise of Dexter Loomis. Okay. Just uh I need I need sunglasses where it's just his eyes. That's it. Yeah. I was going to buy you uh a Heinrich oh, action figure and repaint it to just have no face paint and khakis. Uh so you have uh, the first ever Dexter Loomis action figure. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> You're so thoughtful. I know. I'm not. It's just. I'm not actually doing it though. So it's you know. Oh. But well, that hurts. Will you? Will you at least read me your disaster pieces? <laughs> of course. That doesn't mean you could rape me. Well, all right. Um, wow. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not Michael Cole poor in a Ma- shower. Poor Michael Cole. What a horrible thing they did on. Like, why would that ever, <laughs> ever on TV? Like, that's clearly what they were trying to portray on that television show. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's awful. It really just awful shit. Anyway, I think Paul Heyman was writing SmackDown uh, at the time. Awful, awful, of awful, awful. Like that. Yeah, of course. I agree. <laughs> but Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's those were the shows, my that's friend. That's the shows. It's time for the question. Yeah. What you got? I would like to know your match from each show. Okay. Your match overall. Hmm. And show overall. All right. So, AEW uh, is probably a shock to no one. Uh, the Sex Gods versus Omega and Hardy in the street fight. Or was that what it was? The street fight? Was it a parking lot brawl? I don't know what the hell it was supposed to be. Whatever. Um, clearly, the leaps and bounds the best. The best match on, like I said earlier, uh, a very, to me, uneven wrestling show. Uh, NXT is harder because a lot of little, you know, the, the cruiserweight matches being short, the carry and cross squash, the Chelsea green short win. Uh, so I, I have to go, uh, EO Charlotte. Uh, not that I have to, it was a good match. Uh, the payoff at the end was good. Um, I, there wasn't a ton of other matches that I could really be like, you know, the Grimes one was short, like. Just a lot of short stuff. There was eight matches on this card. Uh, yeah. You know, as opposed to AEW had, I think, five. So, you know, that's it's a lot of matches. That they could have done some things differently. But uh, EO Flair, uh, mainly because it just let it made EO look like a million bucks. And I'm super happy for that. Match of the night is the Sex Gods versus Omega and Hardy. Uh, because it just uh, alone the rest of that match could have stunk that would have been my match of the night if the only spot in it was sammy uh (laughs) getting hit by the golf cart my show of the night is harder so i i i know what i'm going with but i'm i'm still a little up in the air so like i said AEW to me felt really uneven it was only it was a five match card two of which were squashes which is weird. I was just like, I don't know. Like, it, it, AEW just felt, it felt so uneven to me. It felt like they weren't in a live show rhythm. Like, they lost that. You know, the cameraman missed the Jericho, the beginnings of the Jericho Pineapple Peak confrontation. So we only saw the very end of it. Um, 
you know, it just, they, they, it seemed disjointed. They, it was like promo or video package after video package for like the first half of the show. They would do like three in a row a few times, which is odd and awkward. Um, so it just, it just didn't feel right. The, the rhythm and the flow weren't there. Like they almost had a little bit of like uneasiness going back to live again and what it takes to sort of have that without a parachute. They, you know, the tape shows they can manipulate however they wanted and move them around to make sure they fit. This one's a little different. I didn't love it, uh, but that main event was really good, right? So, like, and that turns the whole show around, and it was the match of the night for me. NXT had a bunch of squash matches, too, but eight matches, so that it kind of balances out, right? You can have more matches. When you have a couple squash matches and only go two or three minutes, you can that makes room for other matches, so you can have more on the card. Um, but they're shorter matches I I really enjoyed. I liked Kushida's match. I liked Sazawa Gallagher. Um, there's also things I didn't like. But that being said, overall, I think it was a better complete show. I'm going NXT. It just felt okay. better. It felt better to me as a put-together full show. Um, I don't think anything on NXT necessarily matched the the main event, uh, except for the Dex- like the Sammy Guevara getting hit by a golf cart pop was just about the same as the Dexter Loomis uh, pop. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like I mean, there, I don't think there was anything that really touched that main event for me match wise. But for a full show, front to back sort of feeling coherent and have a good rhythm nxt wins my my show of the night all right well well, sir so for me Mm -hmm. uh match from AEW is definitely the main tag brawl funness um you know it was i was laughing like omega tweeted something he was like oh they said like i couldn't pull stuff from ddt and put it on tv Mm -hmm. well here you go and right. it, then it just made me look up that clip of Kota Ibushi shooting fireworks off of his head while during a match. <laughs> yeah. Which then reminded me of an old party at uh, your old house and you running around with a fountain shooting off of your head, yep, sir. Yep, there's a picture of that somewhere. I also used to, so, used to light bottle rockets out of the little air holes in the side of my Chuck Taylors. Yeah, so basically, Kota Ibushi stole from you. He that's, did, yeah. That's the way I take he, it. Not a, he stole his fireworks ability. And his uh, body type from me. so And his, his handsome good looks. Yes, exactly. Um, so my match from NXT, uh, I'm going Kushida versus Atlas. Okay. I, I, I liked I it underst- a lot for how short it was. I really liked it. Yeah, and I understand it was only three minutes. I, I get, I, fuck, I wish there was more. But I love the sudden finish, and hopefully it puts over the arm bar as like a finish again, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, even, even like his finisher, he does, uh, I think he does like a key lock. Like, mm. um, like even if he gets that over again, like as a quick finish, that's good. That's what I want. Right. Um, match of the night, definitely going, uh, sex gods versus, uh, Hardy and Omega, just because of how bad shit insane that, that ended up getting. Right. Uh, I'm a little torn about show of the night. Yeah. Um, oh man, I don't know. Cause like AEW did have 
some good stuff. I mean, sure. Post shows had good stuff. It was just different good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hmm, I'm gonna go AEW. Ooh. I'm going AEW simply because the longest match on NXT was Gargano and Dijakovic. Yeah, and I hate and I just didn't care for it at all. Uh, so I'm going AEW. I, you know, the rest, I enjoyed Nyla being back. Friends. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed Nyla being back. Mox and Kaz, I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main event was just fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm going AEW. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a rare, a rare split, and I'm always happy when it happens, so that people aren't just like, "Ooh, these guys just always like the same thing." I was um, gonna say, contrary to popular belief, we are separate people. We are. It's true. Uh, <laughs> although right now you could not find us in a room together. But, um, that, that's true. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, that brings us to for season two. I'm at ten for AEW and seven for NXT, and you are at nine for AEW and eight for NXT. And mm. overall, uh, I am at. Let me see. Let me try and do some quick little math here. I am at thirteen for AEW. And is that right? 16. That makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, anyway, 13 for AW, 16 for NXT. And you are at, uh, let's see, 12 for AW and 17 for NXT. Ah, Sorry. there you go. Working on that right now. I think that's right. Um, I, I can't do two things at once. I can barely talk and not mute my microphone. Um, but other than us, the fans, the you yeah, loyal, what... loyal listeners at home, how did you feel <laughs> uh, about each show? Uh, and uh, keeping the trend alive, AEW wins again. Uh, Shocker to no one. They uh, pulled in 732,000 to NXT's 663,000, uh, but they're both up from last week, both about the same amount. Like, it's it, it's been fluctuating that 30,000, 40,000 every sort of week. And I think just people just leave and come back, and they're not watching wrestling every week because it's weird. Um, this is uh, AEW's second highest rating since the end of March. Um, wow. So, you know, and uh, again, not the lowest for NXT, but not anywhere near the top. But, but yeah, that's uh, those are the ratings. And AEW is still winning. Uh, and I get it. You know, if, if, if you're basing it on first match, like, which is, a, I think, a good way a lot of wrestling fans do, right? If you're going to tune in and see what they're putting on first, you want to put on something real good. Uh, you know, are you going to stick around for Gargano Dijak or are you going to stick around for Cody Janela? Uh, yeah. whether, whether or not I even like the match, I'm going to pick Cody Janela just about every time. So, yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, that could be part of the, part of the key here, but yeah, but that's it, pal. I, I mean, I got that's, nothing uh, else. Unless that's you got all something. we got, my man. No, no surprises for you this week. No, nothing? All right. No, I I'll couldn't, come up couldn't, with something. couldn't gather anything up. Yeah. 
Uh, I, again, I'll, I guess I'll just go to some plugs. So, Indie Wrestling, uh, independentwrestling.com, IWTV. Uh, you can uh, sign up, streaming service. They have a, a, a literal shit ton of, of uh, professional wrestling for you to watch. Uh, we watched, uh, I, I did, Brett, you did as well, watched some Chikara this week. They're doing some... Some May Madness uh, on there on their live streaming. That was a ton of fun to watch the Chikara show I was at that I remembered very little of. Um, you would think a person like myself would remember uh, being in the ECW arena to watch the tag team of the great Sasuke, Jin Saki, uh, and Dick Togo, but I did not. <laughs> uh, um, but I did remember how uh, absolutely great Sean Waltman was as 123Kid that weekend. Oh, incredible. Uh, just fantastic just grateful it was it was his return like he had some really hard times and that was sort of his like comeback and the last time he was going to be one two three kid and god he was just so good on that in those shows and particularly that match with el generico like it just you know waltman is one of the most underrated in-ring guys and i know he's going in the hall of fame and i know he's talked about and he's super famous professional wrestler but in ring ability, that dude is very, very good, uh, and yeah. it was really cool to be able to chant one, two, three uh, at him. And that's, that is the only thing I remember about being at those shows that weekend, honestly, is being able to chant one, two, three and see the one, two, three kid come come out. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, so to go sign up IWTV IndependentWrestling.com or .tv, right? Is that what it is? Uh, Mortis to get five free days. That's our code. Uh, I don't know if we get a kickback. Uh, Jerry, don't talk to me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but use it because you get your five free days and it's worth it. I did. That's how I watch a car because uh, I had to use my five free day thing. Uh, we won't get into that. <laughs> Just real real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, if you, I know that uh, they're go, they're doing going through their May Madness right now. Yeah. Uh, they're showing a lot of beyond the beyond uncharted territory stuff again. Mm-hmm. While the defied now episodes again, um, I don't know if they have anything going on tomorrow night. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they do, keep it locked to at indie wrestling on Twitter. Uh, if you would like to see the two people that host this show and one of <laughs> our favorite moments in the history of life, uh, go back and watch Chikara Young Lions Cup Nine and. Uh, just watch the show. I think you'll be able to pick out the moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, it involves uh, Vinger, Jim Vingelard, if you will. Uh, and you'll, you'll see us sitting in the background like a couple of goons. <laughs> My favorite on like the release, they have a promo from Vin, and at the end he just hits him with a holla at you, boy. And I'm like, oh, I miss you. Right? <laughs> um, so after that... Uh, I will again. Oh, there was actually was something I, I, I forgot to do, Brett. I have something. What'd you forget? We got some emails about ah. Damien Priest. Ah. How could I forget? I laid down the challenge last week that if anyone listening could email me with legitimate reasons as to why Damien Priest isn't the worst professional wrestler in the world. I, I would read them, and I would uh, be like, okay, he's not. But if nobody emailed me with legitimate reasons, I was going to declare this week that Damian Priest 
formerly known as Punishment Martinez, is the worst professional wrestler in the world. We got two emails. One from friend of the show, Jenna Missit. Hi, Jenna. And her email. Did you read these? I did, yes. Okay. Her email says that she thinks he's good because his existence pisses me off. <laughs> me being me, DJ. And it's funny to hear me rant. Um, uh, that's good. Uh, I'm glad I can be entertaining. Uh, but does not prove in any way that Punisher Martinez slash Damian Priest is a good professional wrestler. Doesn't count. So that's strike one. He's he, he's well on his way to become the worst declared the worst professional wrestler. Email number two from Adam, co-host of At Odds with Wrestling. At Odds Wrestling on Twitter, our stable mate on the soon to be named network, the Lamborghini Vroom 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 of podcast networks. And Adam writes, prior to the empty arena shows, Damian Priest was sometimes accompanied backstage by Brandy Lauren, and she's a top three Adam Van special. That's all. That's the email. And Adam, while I appreciate the email, and I appreciate your reasoning, does nothing to defend Damian Priest's wrestling ability. So, Brett, I'm here right now to officially declare Damian Priest the worst professional wrestler on the planet. That's official. It's in the books. It's official. Nobody nobody emailed me reasons that proved otherwise. I laid down the gauntlet. Nobody hit up the email at WednesdayNightWarPod at gmail.com. So he's the worst professional wrestler. Now, <laughs> this week, if you want to hit that email, WednesdayNightWarPod at gmail, and email us that you would like to, us to start a Patreon and the first show patreon exclusive to be us reviewing the macho man rap album if we get enough emails i'll gladly do it i'll do readings of the lyrics we'll listen to snippets of the song we'll break it down email the show let me know if nobody emails we won't do it what's the point if nobody wants to hear it right if you want to hear it if you want to hear our our music review, our song-by-song breakdown of the lyrical masterpiece that is the entire Macho Man rap album. What was that? Was that just called Be a Man, right? Yeah, damn right it was. Yeah. Uh, at, at minimum, you will get parts of that episode where we are burying Hulk Hogan in honor of Macho Man, and we are praising Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig. Because <laughs> he was the perfect friend. Until the very end, sir. And maybe, maybe, no promises. If it happens, we'll talk about that trick that Lonnie Poffo can do. Oh, <laughs> hell. <laughs> he wrote, oh, oh, hell. <laughs> he wrote some of the songs. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Other than that, the social meds at Wednesday War Pod. On Twitter, Facebook, WednesdayNightWarPod.Podbean.com, iTunes, all that stuff. Email the show, rate and review on iTunes. Love to hear from you. Love interacting. 
hopefully you like what we're doing. Hopefully we don't blow up your feed. Uh, Wednesday night's too bad. Uh, but we like hearing from you, so keep it up. Brett, do you want people to be able to get in touch with you personally? Yes, you could totally get in touch with me personally. Where at? Uh, on on the Twitter. Uh, if you would like to talk to me about which Every Time I Die album is your favorite, because I'm on a big Every Time I Die kick, it goes in cycles for me with them. Um, I don't know, talk to me about Jimmy Havoc wearing the same AFI shirt that I owned last night on uh, AE Dub. Um, maybe, or... they're, maybe they're looking <laughs> for a third roommate. Dude, I... So I had a weird interaction on Twitter this week. Somebody drove by my house, mm-hmm. blasted Nelly Furtado at like 9 a.m. It was super fucking loud. Okay. Uh, I tweeted about it, and uh, apparently I have a feud going on with a bunch of Portuguese Twitter people that are Nelly Furtado fans. <laughs> um, it's not, real since, f- not since your Twitter feud with Bubba Ray Dudley have you have you uh, offended <laughs> such a large yeah. amount of people. Uh, apparently. Nelly Furtado's big in Portugal, and I offended okay. a couple people. So, wow. um, dude, <laughs> you could find me there real quick because I'm so sorry. I got so distracted by this. Oh, Two no. things. Number one, <laughs> I want you to go to our Twitter and see what the gift that Sposo just sent us because I want your reaction to that real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Joe Sposo, co-host, other co host. Of the, of the at odds with wrestling podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and, and number number two. Wait, is this is this his entrance video? I I don't know, but it's saved my phone now. Oh yeah. And number 100%. two. I need your live reaction. Please go to Adam Van's Twitter. And look at the picture. He just tweeted oh, out. Did they five put, minutes did they put ago. it out? They put out the new. Uh... Oh, 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 this is this is great podcasting. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what a picture! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> oh man! This is this is terrible podcasting, but there is a show, oh. a image here for the at odds with wrestling that is uh, <laughs> Joe Sposto's face, photoshopped. <laughs> I'm assuming over Herb Abrams. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, follow those guys uh, if you want to see even remotely what we're oh. talking about. Uh, the at the man oh. Adam Van on Twitter. Uh, that is, uh, he is the co-host with Joe Sposto of At Odds Wrestling. Uh, check them out. Soon to be named network. Tons of stuff. Uh, I think that's it, pal. I got nothing else. What about you? Have any? Do you have any personal Twitters? Oh yeah, I'm not, I don't have any sort of uh, Portuguese feud or anything. But uh, <laughs> at the dude, T H E D double O G E. Check me out there. Uh, oh, I guess that was a guest. Uh, Friend of the show on uh, yeah, the Cinema Vertigo Go podcast this week. Uh, I forgot to plug that. I plugged it on our Twitter. Uh, friends Ron and Sam, uh, our friends Ron and Sam, uh, do a movie podcast uh, every week. They cover a lot of stuff. They watch a lot of movies, and they were watching zombie movies. 
uh, and that's my thing. So they invited me on, and uh, I hadn't been on in a while. And uh, so check them out at Cinema Vertigogo, uh, cinemavertigogo.podbean, and everywhere else too. Uh, give that a download if you want to have another two hours of my voice in your head this week. Uh, we're talking. We talked uh, Blood Quantum on Shutter and Cargo on Netflix, two zombie movies that uh, you listen to the show and find out whether or not they were good. Uh, but that's Cinema Vertigogo, so I was on that. Uh, so that was fun. So, uh, but at this point, I am podcasted out for this week. I did a lot All of right, talking. You're, d- you're done with the podcasting. I'm done. Maybe I'll even skip next week just to recover. Oh, am I, does, oh boy. Will it really be Brett's depression next week? Stay <laughs> tuned, people. Thank you for listening, y'all. We yes. appreciate you. And uh, pro wrestling, let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Hello. Hey, buddy. Uh, I, what happened? I accidentally hit the, the mute button on this uh, <laughs> thinger, and then I was like, oh, shit, I, I hit the mute button. So then I was like, oh, this is the unmute button because it's next to the red light for the mute button, and that was the hang-up button. <laughs> On the, on the headphones. So. You got so fired up over QT Marshall. I did. That I, like, I was like flailing my arms and I hit this fucking button. <laughs> That's incredible. All right.